We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. You will say that. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. Let's play a call because you are listening to Who's There, a weekly call-in show where we take your questions, comments, and concerns at 619-WHO-THEM. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Tibby, medium time, medium time. So the Barbie promos just dropped yesterday. Um, can you talk about who are the biggest who's within the Barbie cast um, and who might be like be them as a result of Barbie like do we I'm, this this movie seems like it has potentially a lot of cultural impact to really bring a lot of um maybe who's into them territory like are there any people on the cusp or are there any people where it would be like oh they're they're a nah right now and then they're going to turn into a very big who um if you could talk about that that would be great okay thanks crunch crunch living in vita laptop Spira Lindsay. Bye. Spira Lindsay. <laughs> Spira Lindsay. This is not a comment. We usually start with comments, but this feels like breaking news because the Barbie posters sort of broke the internet in a real way. I was just going to say the way that the Barbie movie has broken brains. I mean, how many texts did I get? Like, what's the deal with this Barbie movie? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. What What is the deal with any Who, movie? Who, my Mapaloni? What's the What's deal the with deal this Barbie with any movie? movie? No, but just the echo of the kind of influence that this immediate, this trailer and these posters immediately had. It's just rico it's it's ricocheting off the internet's walls. It's so many people. The echo is large. All of these, all of these posters, all these people. I guess it's the the sheer amount of people that they're putting in their campaign, which is kind of fun. Yeah. 
And it also points towards what the plot of the movie is still obscured, which I love. They're actually keeping some things a little bit secret, which is admirable. I like that everyone got a character poster because they announced like this cast list and it's kind of kooky. It's all over the place. But every single person that's announced as a cast member gets a character poster. It's maximalism. But don't you think what's cool is that the character posters are fun because they're like got to collect them all. You know, they're very Pokemon cards, but they Mm -hmm. also add to the mystery of the movie and what it is because you have all these Kens and all these Barbies and you're like, that is Mm -hmm. so fun. So I think it's like part of that as well. You know, and then mm-hmm. you're able to kind of tease the cameos in a way that is actually still maybe going to make those cameos fun. Like Dua Lipa is in this movie. How long is she in it? I'm guessing five seconds. That's fine. <laughs> That's you know okay. What I mean? That's okay. That's absolutely okay. She's in it for five seconds. The cameo is uh, back. She can still get the poster. You know what I mean? I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. She was probably the, the the third most shared poster, and she's probably in it the least the third, of anyone listed. The third you know? most shared poster. Well, she looks great. Yeah. She looks does. great. So what's the color asking? The who's and them's of the character posters or whatever? Because I pulled, yeah. also I pulled the uh, IMDb and I'm not sure. I think all these people have a poster. All of these people got posters. Yeah. All of these people got posters. Let's go through the IMDb and say whether or not the person is a who or a them. Because I think it's, what is this? 30% them's, 70% who's, maybe 40% them's, 60% yeah. who's. Which also absolutely rules. Mm-hmm. The the whoification, the all the upcomers, lots of Netflix people in here. I so many people from sex education on Netflix don't understand how that happened. Caller midwife girly, we got theater girlies, we got we got everyone. Let's just go down this list that you put in here. Um, starting at the top, Margot Robbie, them, them, Ryan Gosling, Ryan Gosling, them, them, Ariana Greenblatt. <laughs> don't know who that is. She was just in sixty five. The Adam okay. Driver movie. Oh, that's why oh, I looked her up. I was oh, like, oh, she's wow. she's one of the girlies in '65, the one okay, where Adam Driver that. fights dinosaurs. He goes back '65 years, million years. Yeah, but she's a child actor. She's a child actor. Okay. Uh, next up, Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren, the narrator. Them. them. John Cena just cast them. them. He doesn't Will have a poster yet. Will Ferrell. Them. them. Michael Sarah. Them. Them. Emma Mackey. Who? Who? I do think that some of these people are more buzzy than others, though. Yes. Emma Mackey, a buzzy who. A yeah. lot of the who's are buzzy. Nicola yeah. Coughlin. Who? Then the next two, I'm glad you put question marks here because I feel weird about the next two. Simu Liu and Kate McKinnon. I don't know where to, I think they're right on the on Simu the. Simu Liu has been bubbling for a long time now and he'll do everything he can to receive them. I mean, he's like singing at the award shows. He's doing, he's, uh, I mean, he's, he's extra. Sing, he's in his singing era. He's like He's trying extra, to Luke Evans. Yeah, he's Simu like. Liu, I want to play some clips of him singing. He's like singing unprompted he's lately. He's extra. No, no, no. He's extra. Extra. He's like extra, extra read all about me. I mean, that is, he is in his era of like anything, anything it takes, you know? You know, one of my favorite parts of hosting the show last year was getting to sing an Avril Lavigne song to Avril Lavigne. But the uh, producers wouldn't give me enough time to sing my whole song. So I'm going to do it right here, right now. This one's for you, Avril. You sit at home, she's at the Junos. Could she make it any more obvious? She writes her own songs, she invented pop punk. What more can I say? She's just a skater girl, you did it, you made it, girl. She'll never come back down to earth. She's better than all the boys, she's Canada's pride and joy. We'll always look up to her. 
But you know what I like about this? I think he understands that, like, you can't put all your eggs in the Marvel basket. I appreciate that. No, and I think he really wants people to know that he's well-rounded and not just, like, a hunk. And that he, you know, is also kind of like a little bit of a fedora tipper, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, remember when I he was? Think... Remember when he was like on the Reddit threads, on the th- Reddit <laughs> boards, and everybody was like, uh. <laughs> "If you're willing to call Simu and Kate McKinnon them's, I'll, I'm happy to take it." I would say they're the closest on this list that we're gonna get. They're kind of if we're gonna do Let's like a give spectrum. You want to give it? You want to give it to them? Yeah. yeah. Kate McKinnon, Kate McKinnon too? and Simu Liu them's. Yeah. That's yeah. generous. You're feeling generous today. It's my birthday. I'm feeling That's generous. Why. It's your birthday. Yeah. It's a day of generosity. For my birthday, I'm going to give Simu Liu them dumb and because he wants it so badly. Kate, I think less, but Simu Liu, oh my God, that guy. I think Kate wants a different type of them dumb than she has. I'm not mad about it. Yeah. I think Kate is sort of sad about how her them dumb netted out. <laughs> netted you out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Alexandra Ship. I don't know who? what that means. Just kidding. That's a who. <laughs> Hari Neff. Who? Who? Jamie Dimitri. Who? Who? Oh, he's in Catherine Called Birdie, which is probably why I recognize oh, him. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got and it. Got comedian. it. Got and it. And he's in um, Fleabag, too. There's a lot of British talent in here. A lot. Kingsley Benadir is in this. Obama. Who? Young Obama. Young Obama. Ritu Araya. Them. Netflix girlie. I mean, sorry. Who? Yes. Who? Emerald Fennel. Promising young woman, promising, promising young woman, woman, em- mm-hmm. Emerald Fer- Emerald Fennell. I think it is Fennell, right? I think it's Fennell, weirdly. It's Fennell. We don't okay. call her, we call her promising, promising we young call, woman, woman, or She's whatever. a promising young, promising young woman, woman. Thank you. <laughs> I still can't do it. <laughs> Connor Swindells. Who are them? There's a, I, that's a who. He is, I think a lot of these guys are from sex education. Sex education. He is yeah. also from sex education. And your mm-hmm. fave, Emma Period. Oh, yes. My fave, Emma Period, of course. And then we have Marissa Abela. She's a who. She's also a who, and she's in industry, which okay. is all these all these hot young properties. They're pulling them from the hot young they properties. They really are hot young properties, which is really fun. Dua Lipa, we know them. Like, I, I will say, aside from the thems in this, you could fill an entire variety upcoming stars, like, cover profile with the people you'd in this movie. You'd run out of space. You'd run yeah, out you'd of space. Yeah, you'd run and out you, of space. And I do think that it would be authentic to a good representation of who's upcoming. It would be an incredible list. Do you know what I mean? Like, the yeah. casting directors really, like, turned it out, I think. And I think it must have been, like, a good sell because even if you have a small role, you get this kind of attention. Everyone is getting equal yeah. attention in the lead-up, which is interesting. It's so nice. And if anything, the, them's, the who's are getting more attention because it's like, who is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's clever. And I can see why it's appealing because you get like, oh, you get equal weight as Dua Lipa, Margot Robbie, Issa Rae, Ryan Gosling. Like, Hari Neff gets equal weight as all those people. You know? It's awesome. Okay. Dua Lipa, them. Shuti Gatwa, who? Doctor Who. Way, way, way bubbling up. Issa Rae, them. Yes. And then, oh my God, Scott Evans as Luke in Evans the gay, gay brother, brother of Chris Evans. Chris, no, Chris Evans' gay brother. Luke Evans? Luke, Evans is, Luke Evans is the gay brother. <laughs> Scott Luke Evans, Evans is the gay brother. Scott Evans is Chris Evans' gay brother. I'm happy for him. He has not. I looked him up recently and he had not been doing much. And I think this is incredible for him. And then Sharon Rooney, last who but not I love. Least, who? My Mad Fat Diary. Have you ever seen My Mad Fat Diary? Incredible. No. She is so good. Scottish. Incredible show, My Mad Fat Diary. Oh, okay. It, I'm telling you, these are like the leads of like other shows that the people who watch them are obsessed with them, but no one else knows who they are. It is kind of an incredible display of casting work. It's got me excited. No, me too. And I just, I, I, I don't, 
uh, I kind of at this point don't care if it's good. <laughs> I'm like, this is going to be fun. <laughs> it looks fun. Like, it can't, right. I don't know. I hope they don't, and I know they won't do this because they never do this. Too much money is on the line. I hope they don't release any more trailers. I hope we don't know what this movie is I about. Know, I hope this is I it. I know. I think they still enough. will. I think they, they still, still will, will. They're, obviously. They're you so, can't, you have yeah. to. We already know what Oppenheimer is about. Right. Oppenheimer. We know how Oppenheimer ends. Because <laughs> on July 21st, Oppenheimer and Barbie come out. Wait, it's so funny to have two movies that are coming out the same day that are both, I would say, equally hyped by, like, film Twitter. One, mm-hmm. we know exactly how it ends because it's based on a true story. And one, oh, we're yeah. like, we don't know what this could be about. It's <laughs> <sighs> uh, funny. Sorry, it's funny. It's good. It's great. What's who you're? Barbie or Oppenheimer? Oppenheimer, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Barbie. Everyone after, knows Barbie. Especially after seeing this, the way this trailer got the the response this trailer got like it hit all ends of the earth i just think oppenheimer is the heads no but i just don't think yeah our friend christopher nolan is shaking after seeing oh yeah these. our He's friend like, oh my god no one's gonna see my movie no one's gonna our, see our friend it. christopher nolan's gonna be at the theaters the night we're seeing barbie to see his movie and we're gonna be like sorry <laughs> he's like oh are you going to theater six we're going we're to like, theater yeah seven. we'll see you in there babe <laughs> I saw an amazing tweet that was like me seeing Barbie while Oppenheimer is playing next door. And it was like a girly in sunglasses. And the room was like shaking like like, <laughs> like an earthquake. <laughs> I sent you uh, just for fun. I made a Barbie a Barbie poster, but instead of Barbie, it says Oppenheimer, and then instead of yeah, a character inside, it's plutonium two thirty eight. You're such a talent. <laughs> you were like, I'm not even gonna tweet this. I don't even know what I'm gonna do with this. Well, I don't tweet anymore. But if I tweeted, I would tweet Oppenheimer character posters, and it would you be like uranium, plutonium. Who Weekly? You could tweet it from Who Weekly. Would it like? Oh, that I could tweet it from Who Weekly. I don't know what you think that's for. You think that's that has dignity and rules attached to it? Okay, how about this? Who's themier? Plutonium 239 or Shuti Gatwa? Oh my god. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's the plutonium, but I can't believe you're putting up against it. Plutonium 239 or Margot Robbie? Oh, that's tough. Oh, that's tough. Plutonium or Dua Lipa? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's harder. Who is the themiest person on this list? I'd say Dua Lipa. Gosling. For Gosling. sure. Gosling. Gosling. Internationally, Dua Gosling. Lipa. Come on. Really? Gosling? I don't know. He's a huge movie star. Even Will Ferrell might be. I think Will Ferrell is themier than Ryan Gosling, but I think Dua Lipa is themier than than everyone. Just because it's music and it's pop like star. further reaching. I think pop star. I don't star know. Is just Remember bigger. when Dua Lipa was a who? Like last year or whatever. I know the pandemic was huge for her, though. <laughs> it was huge for her. The pandemic was huge for. You're Dua saying Lipa. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna. I actually don't want to agree. I'm just gonna let it stand that you think that Dua Lipa is themier than plutonium. That actually is funny <laughs> to say. I'll just let that be. I'll agree with it just to get that in the record of Who Weekly things that you've said. Plutonium? Never heard of her. Dua Lipa? Slay. <laughs> this was not Spawn, by the way. If they want to do Spawn on our show, we'll do it. But, like, that wasn't Spawn. Obviously. And imagine what good of a job we would do with it if it was actually paid. This is unpaid labor. This is just Who catnip. Don't release any more trailers. Spend money on Who Weekly. <laughs> now let's play some comments. Hey, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. Um, so I live in Athens and I took a poll at my office, which is mostly Greeks. And so my sample size was 16. Out of the 16 people I asked, whose age ranges from about, like, I didn't ask exactly what their ages are because it's rude. So about 30 to about 65. Um, out of the 16 people I asked, 
only four people knew who Rita Wilson was. Um, so I don't know. That's science. Um, okay. Crunch, crunch. Um, love you. Bye. Only 25% of Greeks know who Rita Wilson is and that's science. <laughs> that's like such good research. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing that. Man on the street, I guess. Boots on the ground in Athens, the shadow of the Parthenon. No one knows who Rita Wilson is. <laughs> <laughs> Boots on the Parthenon. Stomping around the Parthenon asking people if they know who Rita Wilson is. She in Greece, and no one knows who Rita Wilson is. But they know who Nia Rodales is. <laughs> That's true. She wouldn't have a movie without Rita Wilson, but okay. Call her, ask your coworkers about Nia Vardalos. Thank you. No, don't do it. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. I had to pause the pod because I wanted to fill you in on some Megan Maroney goss. Um, Tennessee Orange is allegedly about Morgan Wallen, to add more Morgans to the mix here. And he recently released a song as a response song to that called Tennessee Fan. Um, again, allegedly, it's been rumored these two songs are about each other. Thought that might be of interest. Crunch, crunch. So, oh God, Megan Maroney is singing about Morgan Wallen, which is so oh, bad. I didn't no. like the song to begin with, and now I hate it. Oh, what did my so voice crack? Mad. I hate it. I'm so mad. I'm so mad about this. I'm so mad about this. God, this was on a serious XM show. Yeah, of course it was. There's a Tennessee shirt, and the Tennessee shirt is Morgan's shirt. Did they date? I think that's the implication. Yeah, I mean, it is his shirt. Okay. There it is. But it's just a shirt. And he's just <laughs> commenting on all your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you dating anyone? That's a great question. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Hi, VLT, longtime listener, second time caller. I am a longtime Chicago native resident with a very big Wilco head dad. So I did ask him if he was there about the Chris Kattan engagement, thinking it was a cute moment. But apparently, the Wilco community is not happy. According to my father, fans are very upset. That is a quote from his text message. Um, I guess. The engagement was not planned with the band. It was in the middle of a song. It was right at the orchestra pit. It was this big to-do. So, I don't know. I thought my dad would very much be, uh, you know, would who Chris Kattan when I texted. But, no, he was very upset. And it turns out the crossover between Chris Kattan fans and Wilco fans, at least in Chicago, uh, is not very large. So, good form. Love you guys. Bye. Oh, fucking wah. Shut up. <laughs> Who cares? I'm a Wilco fan, but shut up. Let the guy get engaged. I have seen Wilco many, 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 many times live. And I'm not a young person, but I'm in the younger contingency of Wilco fans. And, like, the fans who were maybe 20 years my senior have been, since I started going to Wilco shows, a little insane. And, like, yeah. not the yeah, chillest people I'm sorry. on the block. <laughs> I love She's a Jar just like the next asshole, but get out of here. I think that it's just the fans like your dad. I think the Wilco fans writ large are not quite as angry about this. 
Yeah. I think it's like the intensos, you know, the ones that pay the big bucks for the good seats and are purists. Get a just, get a fucking life. That's get what I say. a fucking life. I'm sorry. If Chris Kattan gets engaged at your live show, whatever it is, I don't care if you're seeing like La Boheme at the Met. If that shut down so Chris Kattan could get engaged on stage in front of you, you treasure that moment. Okay, treasure it. Yeah, it's a funny, weird moment. Enjoy it. I'm sorry. You have to hear. Um, um, <laughs> I can't think of another you. song. That's what it was. <laughs> You, I mean, you want to hear it oh, like... Oh, you have to hear, she's a jar. I, that's my only other song that I can think of right now. Oh, I'm sorry. You got to hear it for the 400th time. Excuse me. You got to hear candy floss. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, great. That's annoying. And we're sorry for trolling Wilco fans or whatever. I don't think our crossover is immense either. <laughs> hey, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. It's an Australian here. You didn't ask for this and you don't want it, but croissant. Bye. Croissant. <laughs> crunch, crunch. Croissant. Get a croissant up here. Hey, mate, let's go check out that croissant place with the queue. Um, as an aside, both... Um, Matt Agnew, their bachelor, and the croissant lady, Mrs. Loon, were ast- were or are astrophysicists. So that's a weird connection. Um, but yeah, croissant. Crunch, crunch. Thank you, Australians. I love Australians. They are my favorite. Can't get enough, honestly. <laughs> what, did, what did that last Australian say? That they're astrophysicists? Kate Reed, who is the croissant lady in Melbourne. Queen. or The croissant queen. queen. Croissant queen. Croissant, croissant, croissant queen. queen. Matt Agnew, who was a bachelor, is an astrophysicist. Here's the Daily Mail Australia headline. The bachelor's Matt Agnew breaks his silence on relationship with Melbourne croissant queen Kate Reed as they attend F1 together. Former Bachelor star Dr. Matt Agnew has shut down rumors he's dating Kate Reed days after sharing what many fans believe to be a relationship announcement. The astrophysicist, 35, shared a photo to Instagram on Saturday of himself and the Melbourne-based celebrity baker at the Formula One racing event. Matt referred to Kate as his, quote, friend in a caption writing, get yourself a friend who can explain F1 to you. But they're not dating. Okay. I'm sorry. You got yourself a croissant, uh, an Australian croissant queen, and you're not going to, you know... Secure that down. Don't fumble that croissant, okay? <laughs> Don't yeah. fumble the croissant. <laughs> Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. I'm calling in regards to Michaela Nascara. Um, I actually know Michaela pretty well. We were very good friends in college, so I can speak pretty definitively to the whole accent business. What I'll say is that you basically got it exactly head on. In that college video, she, you know, being a little businessy, so she definitely has more of an accent than that. Um, in her videos, it's definitely played up a little. She certainly does have an accent. It's not completely put on. She's just playing it up a little bit on the videos, um, but certainly nothing malicious. She is originally from Massachusetts, so the accent is there. It's just a little stronger in her usual videos. Crunch, crunch. Lindsay, can you say croissant in a Boston accent? <laughs> <laughs> do it. I don't know how to do it. Do it. I'm seeing air this weekend. I have to wait until I can see if Ben Affleck orders a croissant. 
once again the internet is rediscovering the fact that Ben Affleck is fluent in Spanish because he's yeah, doing, it's um, the best when Spanish Ben Affleck does promo. press in Spanish. It is. Mamma Mia Chef's kiss because then you get to see all these beautiful clips of him saying like Michael Jordan. Did you see the one where he was like Michael Jordan? Yeah, and, like, Michael Jordan Spanish? over oh, and over again. Perfect. Oh my he's god. He's so perfect. He's so perfect. La cosa importante a entender es que este no es la historia de Michael Jordan. Y también uh, Michael Jordan no se aparece en la en la película. Es tan grande, es tan importante, es tan magnífico. No, how you say croissant in Boston is that you squint at the menu and you're like, "Yeah, I have one of those." <laughs> one of those cr- <laughs> That's how you do it. One of those flaky things. <laughs> Love to get a call from someone who's like, I went to college with them and I have nothing shady to say. She rules and she does sound like that. That's a really good comment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People are really on alert for accent conspiracies. Blame Ilaria Baldwin. Blame mm, Ilaria right, Baldwin. Right. And it's true because nothing compares to hers because it is no. so unbelievable and true that that it almost opens the door to any to could I, could other people do this? Are other people doing this? Because it's well, so wacky. It's so crazy, right? It's hers is so sociopathic that like Yes. We apply that sociopathy to everyone's accent faking, even if Ilaria's the goat. Because before she did that. We didn't even know that people could do that. <laughs> and then now that's like, it's introduced us to this thing that people can do. And we're like, we're on the lookout. But you're so right. You're mm-hmm. so right. Yeah. Hi. Um, I was on Instagram and MJ Rodriguez from Pose and Elute, which is a really silly show that I did enjoy. But thought the whole thing. Um, you posted a, a picture of her as a sim um, with the caption, Soul Soul. Um, Michaela J. X. The Sims. Um, why? But can you tell me? Thank you. So here's what happened here. This caller saw posts out of order and was scrolling through their Instagram feed and saw a post by Michaela J. And it's her with the Sims diamond over her head posing, like with a keyboard in her lap. And it says, Sul Sul, hashtag Michaela JX, the Sims, here are some BTS pics. And it's like, if you didn't know that she was doing Spawn for the Sims, this would seem quite random. But if you Mm -hmm. scroll back, you will see a video in which she announces her partnership with the Sims called This is Hashtag How I Sims. This is how I sim. You're probably wondering how this all came about. Well, it all started from the first Sims 1 base game. Will Wright had the most influential impact on my life. So from then on, I was no longer a player. Instead, I was a creator and watcher of the simulation itself. To me, The Sims is not just solely a game. It's a tool, a rule book, a guide. It literally enables you to create a plethora of stories and aspirations you want to live out or create the true person you want to be. Simply put, The Sims shows as a creator there are endless possibilities. You have the option to mold that story or let it play out. I hope The Sims has as much of an impact on you as it has on me. This is 22 years in the making, baby, as a creator, a watcher, and as a fan. I guess that's what makes your girl a Sim. And you can be too. Dang, dang. Because every once in a while, The Sims leans into their broad love. The Sims does this very smart thing, though, where they keep track of which celebrities authentically exactly. like Sims. And then they have some marketing budget and they go after them. And then they get them exactly. to do it. This happened with Jessica Williams, which I was very proud of her for. Like, she mm-hmm. loves The Sims. Mm-hmm. So I do think there's something weirdly like 
it is weird to promote it's the authentic. Sims randomly, but then you kind of go back and if you are the thing is if this really works if you're already a fan of, of MJ. That's kind of like why yes. I think this is really nice because it's like if you didn't know this, it does seem like what? Get it. But I guess I like, get the money, girl. But then also kind of like if you were already a fan, you'd be like, oh my God, she loves the Sims. That's so funny. Like it's it's true. And she's talked about her love for the Sims in the past. I'm gonna play a clip here. It's from the Lily Singh show a couple of years ago it's truly organic. Lily asks her about something completely different. She's like, next category here is knowing okay. the hot gossip. Go ahead. I gave myself a D. Okay, why? Because I'm so horribly not in the know. My friends have to hit me up and be like, girl, you playing Sims again? You need to look at the news a little. <laughs> you gotta look at the news, girl. You can't be playing Sims. And I'm like, I just need to control something, y'all. <laughs> I feel that. Okay, that's funny. So Kiki Palmer, is also like a new out and proud Sims head, but I think it'll still be a while before she does promo for the Sims. Cause you know, she's going to end up doing promo for the Sims. I just think that it's going to take a little bit for things to come together. I think also Kiki's in a higher tax bracket than MJ. So I do think that there is a little bit of like a Kiki's Kiki would more be expensive. a Kiki, but I, I mean, the Sims has them. I think they would do it, but I'm just saying like, it is a, they, they'll go for you. Right. They'll go after her for sure. She's already like twitching. I was like, well, what is, Michaela J doing these days and as the caller said mm -hmm. she's in loot did you watch loot it's one of those apple tv plus that i know exists and gets served to me sometimes but i haven't watched it the maya rudolph show yeah no i didn't watch it i didn't watch it. i didn't watch it i'm not sure how much watched that was well it is getting a second season so it's one of those things mm. that like Michaela's getting a larger role in the second season and that's why she's doing all this press i was like what is she promoting here because she just got a variety profile as well which is talking about like her career and this position in her career, like after she won her awards for Pose, like what's next? And that's kind of what it is. And the only thing that she talks about at length is like, in the second season of Loot, she's going to have more to do, which is cool. But like that show doesn't exist yet, the second season. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, she is on record in the past to Lily Singh. And then I think to InStyle Magazine spoke about her love for The Sims. So what I'm saying to every who who's listening right now, mm -hmm. next time you're interviewed, Bring up The Sims organically. This is going to be good for business, I think. If you bring up The Sims, The Sims will find you, and you will get a check at some point in the future. If you bring up The Sims, The Sims will find you. Bring up The I, Sims organically. You I agree <laughs> with that hypothesis, but I also think other companies do that as well. So I do think if you lean into something that you actually already like and really promote and kind of like naturally promote it as a celebrity, if you're a big enough celebrity or even if you're a small enough celebrity, that company will come find you. Mm -hmm. and make it official. I mean, this is like the Ben Affleck thing. The Duncan. Well, that's the extreme. A Super Bowl commercial. They made him a new ad. Did you see? He got a new ad. I saw that there was one, but I haven't watched you it. You have to watch. It's so funny. He's so funny. There's something else about it too where it's like because of how in conversation celebrities are with their fans all the time now, like it's so much. We talked about this before, but it's like. It's much easier to identify these items that then you can like pay to promote or whatever yes but it's also not embarrassing so you can sort right. of shamelessly talk about how much you love starbucks coffee in every interview and people will see right through it and know that it's just because you want starbucks spawn and guess what they'll be happy when you finally get it you know like i think that's an interesting dynamic but also i do think on the other side of the coin, you have free promotion that you don't even have to pay for. And you can just like comment on it or send them some free stuff or whatever, depending on the size of the celeb, you know? Mm -hmm. So then it's a mm -hmm. little bit of a tricky thing. Because, you know, yeah. I'd be pissed if I'm like out here promoting, you know, whatever. And then I just get like a t-shirt and I'm like, huh, no, honey, like, you know, pay for pay for this. 
Yeah. But sometimes that happens. The other thing about The Sims that's genuinely funny, and Kiki does this, again, not paid on her own thing. And Vanessa Hudgens did Sims stuff too right at the beginning of Pandemic. The Sims hired Vanessa Hudgens as one of their spokespeople like on March 9th, 2020, which was so dark. Yeah. Um, But MJ, Michaela. March 19th, 2020. Oh my God. (laughs) Michaela, it's Vanessa said, I know what's going to happen. I'm about to go into virtual reality. No, she didn't know it was going to happen, actually. March 9th, 2020, even crazier, like literally right before. Yeah. Michaela and Kiki, when the celebrities talk about The Sims, the reveal of what Michaela plays with, like her character, to have this revealing thing, it's almost like, oh, what's Ben's Duncan order? Oh, what does Michaela's Sim actually look and sound like? It's satisfying. I know. I like it. It's a it's a real life application. And I also really liked this quote. This rang kind of true to me in a very interesting way she said Michaela at one point when she's not busy on set or recording new music Michaela J is a huge gamer and a big fan of the sims I know I don't have control over what's happening to me in my life so I need something to control which I will say is like one of the uh best things about playing the sims right is that that element of control when you're gonna like you're gonna drown them in the pool you know just (laughs) because you can it's 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 therapeutic it is that's why I played the sims a lot more in in the pandemic Sims 4. You did play Sims a lot. I remember when you brought that back and I was a little worried. I was like, oh no, Sims are out. <laughs> I love build. I just love, my favorite thing you is like building. building the houses. Yeah, you love to build. I'll spend hours just building a house. And then you like love that building music. Yeah. Also like Michaela's Sim has like big gray hair, like a completely different body. Meanwhile, like I'm creative with the houses. I'm not creative with the people. Like I create like a tall white blonde man when I, when I play the Sims. Like maybe the extent of it is like, I'll give him a mustache because I wish I could grow a mustache, but I can't. But like, I don't do anything fun with my my sim it's like a weird creative desert in my sims career so you just want to create the world but then you're not really as interested in how it plays out yes yes yeah. that's how i've always it. been with the sims i get it i don't know about you but i got the shoppies and i'm ready to <laughs> shop shoppies Thank God it's Rakuten's Big Give Week. You get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ulta, Adidas, Doc Martin, Ray-Ban. I'm just naming the ones that I like, the, the brands that I like. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During the Big Give Week, May 6th through May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I just actually got some cash back. It's incredible. Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account, or they can send you a check. They have 15 million members who are already saving. So join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Vet bills can be expensive, but Spot Pet Insurance can give you up to 90% cash back on vet bills, so you can worry less about high vet bills. Yep, up to 90% cash back on vet bills for unexpected accidents, illness, and even routine care. And with Spot Pet Insurance plans, you can go to any vet you want in the U.S. or Canada. There's no network you need to stick to, so visit your favorite vet and you can save money on expensive vet bills. That's Spot Pet Insurance. It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit SpotPetIns.com slash sample-policy. Spot Pet Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. 
Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go France. to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also, practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm going to learn Spanish, I'm going to do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language of Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like <laughs> having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful. Okay. That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime. And you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm-hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. <laughs> Huge news. Lucas Gage and Chris Appleton are engaged. Us Weekly reports. What the fuck? I want to get engaged that quickly. Kind of. Not really. Crunch, crunch. Wait, is that Steven? No, it just sounds like him. Oh, it did in the beginning. It sounded sounded like our friend Steven. After he sent the tweet, Lucas Gage and Chris Appleton are engaged. He just goes, engaged in what? Which I cannot get out of my head. (laughs) Engaged in what? Engaged in what? (laughs) I mean, is, is Steven wrong? Is he wrong? What is going on here? They're engaged in manipulation. They are engaged in mind yes. games. Do not believe anything these people tell you. Do not. This is Do sus not believe as it. hell. This is sus as hell. I'm sorry. This is Lucas not real. Gage. I'm sorry. I don't believe a single thing you're saying. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. It's all true. I don't believe a single word you've said. The climbing of the ladder that Lucas Gage has been doing. He's moving to... You can't simply climb a ladder this fast. I'm sorry. No, 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 sweetie. No. 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 I have to read how Us Weekly wrote about this because they they got the exclusive. It's it's just... You are being played. Like, they are the players as well. Us Weekly is a willing player They learned that you could get engaged and then get unengaged. (laughs) They learned that being (laughs) engaged isn't binding and then said, sure, let's just do it. Do you have their number? It's so true. They learned that being engaged doesn't mean anything except guaranteed attention. Okay. Next steps, exclamation mark. Lucas Gage and Chris Appleton are secretly engaged. An insider exclusively reveals in a new issue of Us Weekly. Quote, they're not telling the public yet. 
<laughs> but they have told friends they are engaged, the source says of the White Lotus alum, 27, and the celeb hairstylist, 39. Quote, they got engaged before they even had rings, and then they went to pick them out together. The duo's pals, how many people did they talk to about this? The duo's pals are thrilled about the big news. Quote, friends think they are a great couple, the insider adds. Quote, even though they moved very quickly, everyone around them is very excited about the relationship. Bullshit. 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 Do not believe Lucas Gage's lies. Okay, this is memento. Everyone needs to tattoo it on their chest. So when you wake up in the morning, you look in the mirror and it says, do not believe his lies. Okay, he's lying to you. Take this all the way to the altar or get out of my tabloids. I don't want to see it. (laughs) Engaged in what? Engaged in what? Engaged in what, I ask you? They're engaged in manipulation. They're engaged in deceit. They are engaged engaged in in a game. Okay? Every time I see Lucas Gage, I feel like I'm an unwilling participant in like a reality show. You know how like like people get accused of being industry plants? Yeah. Who is like constantly fighting being an industry plant? I mean, there's just so many artists that are always like, I'm not an industry plant. Lana Del Rey. That's true. Lana Del Rey began her career. I'm not an industry plant. Yeah. Lucas Gage, you're an industry plant. Let me know when Lucas Gage makes his creative equivalent of Norman fucking Rockwell and maybe I'll pay attention. But so (laughs) far. That's true. That's true. So far. That's true. Uh, Anyway, we're moving on. We just had to comment. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. Um, So I've been watching the truly terrible night agent and um the star gabriel basso bassy whatever his name is um is you know terrible he he stars as the guy who wishes he was richard madden who wishes he was tall guy from jack reacher anyway um i looked him up on imdb and it turns out that he was in a terrible hillbilly elegy movie and i assume he played the neutral terminator so who is this man thank you crunch crunch oh my god neutral terminator (laughs) wait i forgot about neutral terminator that's early covid (sighs) neutral terminator everyone in this world is one of three kinds good terminator a bad terminator and neutral you're a good terminator well i wasn't always i had to learn who is this guy (sighs) What is this show? Every couple months we get the Netflix show du jour where it's like, who's the star of this thing that everyone's watching suddenly? And it's like, you hear about him and then you forget about him. It's true. You know, you're watching it for like one day and then you, no one ever talks about it ever again. It's actually ever again. The turnaround is so psychotic at this point. Netflix, it, it, like, makes, it, it makes me want to it's, die. <laughs> it's it's insane. It'll be like, The Night Agent is the number one watch TV show of all time. <laughs> and it's like, 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 okay, like, sure it is, babe. <laughs> And then you move on, and then it's like, oh, finally, I'm going to sit down and watch The Night Agent. And then you talk to your friends about The Night Agent, and they're like, wait, what was that? Is that the show from last week? I forgot about that. Yeah, literally. Oh, you, season 14? I already forgot what happened in that. <laughs> I did watch it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Gabriel Basso? He played Neutral Terminator, a.k.a. J.D. Vance. Well, J.D. Vance is Evil Terminator. Wait, um, he played... He played J.D. Vance, J.D. Vance in, in Hillbilly, Hillbilly Elegy? Elegy. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> you didn't see this, Lindsay? It's the full research. No, it's like, it. Hillbilly. No, who did you think it. he played? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He played the Hillbilly Elegy. He was in the big C. He played a clump of cancerous cells in the big C. <laughs> oh, my God. Really, <laughs> so stupid. Which was an issue. 
So no, his yeah. he's a child star because he was in um I think his big child star stuff beyond being in the middle, I which Carly. everyone is like the middle is a good show. Super Eight, the J.J. Abrams I'm pretending to be Steven Spielberg movie. Good movie. He was also on iCarly, which is interesting. And and again, I find this guy not to be too, I don't know. Horny? What? Opinionated? No, oh. I find him completely unappealing. Like <laughs> oh, in every possible way. Oh, I thought you were way. gonna go off. I thought you were gonna be no, like. No, 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 no. Okay. No, I find him totally like wholly unappealing. Uh, I just think he, he. It's kind of it's kind of giving neutral Terminator. I do agree. Like he really is not doing anything for me. Like it He's is like not Richard. Nothing. It's not Richard Madden. It's not you know. It's, yeah. yeah. It's giving neutral Terminator. I'm getting, you know what I'm getting? Austin Swift vibes. You know, oh, I'm getting. Not going to happen, getting, you think? Not going to happen. I'm seeing nothing I mean, he here, is a star of know? his own show, so it kind of is happening. But you're right. You, it still could not going to happen. His five things is insane. Five Number really five good. is really like off the deep this end. This is on Hollywood Life, I believe. So what are they? Okay. Number one is Gabriel stars in Netflix's newest show, The Night Agent. Yeah, Got that's it. why I'm here. You can't. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> I know that I'm here. Okay. Number two. Gabriel had his first breakout moment when he was a kid. <laughs> no details. Number three, Gabriel is a father. Number four, Gabriel is an artist. Number five, <laughs> Gabriel recently became a certified waller. What the f- hell is that? He can build stone walls now. He has a certification. Wait, this they like saw that. Two they weeks definitely ago. just saw that on his Instagram. After a solid week of work, I passed my level one exam. I'm an officially a DSWA certified waller and have a trade. <laughs> I guess he's done acting. No longer am I simply a clown who serves no other purpose than to entertain. I can pile stones onto other stones in an organized manner now too. Level two soon. I think Gabriel heard you say that he's basic and it's not going to happen. And you called him <laughs> Austin Swift and he said, I got to go learn how to build a wall. I think he heard you say that. And he said, I'm going to build a wall. I mean, I, I respect this. He has a backup plan. Because also in the extended version of his number four, Gabriel is an artist, the actor told Interview in 2011. How old was he in 2011? He was a child. I'm an artist. So if acting doesn't work out, which I hope it does, I'm probably going to go into graphic design or something like that. Like King of Backup Plans, which I do appreciate. No, I, as someone who has over the past three months threatened at least 12 times that I'm going to become an electrician, I totally understand (laughs) this. <laughs> You'd be a good electrician. I think that's what everybody keeps saying, and I keep You'd saying, really "Don't say that." I th- I would be an amazing electrician. I'm not gonna do that. I I know it's a lot of wearing of that, but I've threatened it, and I've thought about it, and I have Googled electrician school or whatever. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Great. I get this. Maybe I'll become a waller instead, or a woodworker. Mm. That's another thing I've threatened to become. I want to be a woodworker. Yeah. I really loved wood shop in, in high school. I made some Yeah, nice I want to take a class I've been considering. There's a few different really good intensive classes. Anyway, that's gay who Gabriel Basso is. Just don't – you don't have to – here's the thing about this particular segment. You don't have to soak in any knowledge about Gabriel Basso. Because you are the star of a Netflix show that everyone's watching for two days doesn't mean you've proven yourself. I just refuse to believe that. That doesn't count to me. <sighs> well, that's why he learned how to build a wall. He heard you. He built the wall. He's it a wall builder now. It doesn't count to me. Speaking of Netflix stars who are, it takes a long time to prove themselves, Reggae oh. Jean Page, okay? I watched Dungeons and Dragons over the weekend, loved it. Yeah, what do you think? Did he prove himself? He did prove himself. It's crazy that he was the star of one of the buzziest Netflix shows ever, and it was still sort of like, okay, but we need to figure him out. We need to make him a movie star or whatever. He's really funny and charming in Dungeons and Dragons. Well, that's good. I still find him a little bit of an enigma as like a there's person. There's something uncanny valley And I think there's him. something uncanny valley. There's something yeah. um, 
And I, it's because of Bridgerton. It's because of the media and press that he got surrounding that. But it's very Fabio brain. Like it is giving me a little bit like what's in there. You know what I mean? What's it's in like the brain? His face is so symmetrical that it's like, oh, my God. But I also think that he has some sort of strategy where he, his like output in the world is very much like, mm, yeah, yes, I'm a golden god. He's not building a gaming PC. Shout out Henry Cavill. I think he wants to be Bond more than Austin Swift wants to happen. You know? Yeah. He wants no to kidding. be Bond so badly that it's like it's affecting true. every single choice that he makes or something. Best of luck, I guess. There's something about Reggie Jean Page where there's restraint there. There's no personality there. I still think it's going to be what's-his-face. Aaron, Aaron Taylor, Taylor Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, I think, yeah, and I think he would be good. I really do. He's kind of like the lazy, obvious choice, but yeah, he'd be good. Well, he's also quirky. He's got that quirk. He's got that little bit of a jaunt. He was good in um the train movie. Why are you calling Sam Taylor Johnson a quirk? <laughs> she has a name, Lindsay. <laughs> you know what I mean. He's good. He's good in the train movie. Yeah, I never okay. saw the train movie. I gotta yeah. watch it one day. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about uh, it. Let's take a call about Patty Smith. Is she a who or a them? I'm sorry. <laughs> A them. Oh, is that what the problem with this is? Yeah. I just thought this was very hooey. <laughs> I've okay, never seen this call. before. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. Uh, long time, first time. I needed to call because Patty Smith just posted a video to her Instagram explaining that there's fraud occurring with someone impersonating her, requesting not money, but hair from her fans so that they can make a wig for Patty to wear. Um, Please dive in. Thank you. Crunch, crunch. Bye. Okay, Patty Smith is a them. Rockaway's them. New York City them. Queen of rockers them. We love her. Mm -hmm. Just kids them. Themiest book on the subway for over over a decade. Of course, (laughs) of course. But this fraud and this what she had to do is hooey and pretty funny. Let me play the video that she posted. I've never seen this before, which it cracks me up. This is the stupidest thing ever. So various people that I know have been asking me if, um, actually, I, I really hate talking about this. All right, let me put it a different way. If somebody calls you, emails you, or any of the other ways that people communicate supposedly in my behalf, asking for something like perhaps your hair um, so that they can um, uh, make me, uh, say, a wig. Uh, It's obviously, I would never have anybody um, petition anybody about anything. If I want something, I'll ask for it myself. Anyway, I don't wear wigs. I didn't even wear a wig when I played Phaedra in college. I just, it's, I don't have anything against them, but um, I just, uh, I just don't wear them. Anyway, that's all I have to say. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff, you know, there's so much stupid fraud. Patty spiraling into, I don't have anything against wigs, but I don't wear wigs. She is not asking her fans to send her hair so that she can make a complete wig to wear. Complete a wig. Although, I would say that it wouldn't be out of the complete question for Patty Smith as a art project, which she has been known to do many, 
to ask mm-hmm. her fan to make a fandom wig. And yes. I do think that it's kind of a good idea in terms of art. <laughs> Come on. But she is not, in fact, doing this. And since Patti Smith is not Lucas Gage, I believe what she's saying in this video. Yes. I don't yes. believe that yes. she is Patty scamming Patti Smith is not me. going to okay. make a video and say, do not send me your hair. Right. And then she's not going to say, psych, that was me asking for hair. And I made this wig. <laughs> you Incredible. Know? That's not I mean, that would be, that Smith. actually could that this is one of those things where you you know there's a scam, but you don't know what the end point of the scam is. What's the scam here? And that's why. Yeah. And that's when it gets scary. You know, you're like, yeah. what is the is there? Where does money come into play? And it's like, well, I don't know. It comes from the book advance she got from her unpublished memoir, Just Wigs. <laughs> Just Wigs. Just Wigs. Just Wigs. <laughs> oh, damn. But Patty Smith is a them. Yeah. Whoever's impersonating her is a who, though. Gotta say. That's for sure. To, to force our terminology into this conversation. Okay, let's talk about an actual who. Hi, BLT. Um, I'm calling from a Dauphin shop in, in New Jersey. And there's, there's a display. Oh, there's a, there's a, a like a little display that has um, sanitizing wipes and a little trash can to put it in. And then there's a sign that says... Um, you could win Shab's Land Rover. And it's a picture of a woman wearing a a sweater that says Shab on it and a QR code. And it describes Shab as this rising American pop singer labeled as one of the breakout artists of the global pandemic is giving away her car in a contest to one of her loyal followers. So I have to scan the QR code on the sanitizing white dispenser and, and combination trash can. Um, and I could win her Land Rover. And um, I guess my my main question is who uh, who the fuck is Shab? Um, that's it. Uh, Leanne Cuisine. Bye. Who is Shab? Who is Shab? Shab is a singer who, according to the caller, as it said on the, the sign that said, like, win Shab's Land Rover one of the biggest rising stars of the pandemic. I'd never heard of her. But her biggest song that I could find is a cover of the song Sexual by, what was her name, Amber? Remember the song from 1999? Sexual. 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 Yeah, okay. Shab covered that, and it sounds like this. That's the song that like has the most listens on Spotify, but I think the song that went quote-unquote viral during the pandemic is called Spell On Me, and it sounds like this. Wait, spell on me? Spell on me. This is what it oh, sounds like. Oh, like a magic spell, not spelling. Okay, yes. got it. It's like you put a spell on me. It's like you put a spell on me. me. Ah. It's in the eyes. Put a spell put a, put a spell on me. Is Shab, like, independently wealthy? Is she funding her own music career? Is that what's happening here? 
that's sort of the vibe that I get from Shab. Yeah, because Shab is also giving away a Land Rover, but you have to go to CVS, Safeway, Albertson, or Vons and scan a QR code on the TerraBoost kiosk. What does that even mean? You don't have to do that. You can do that. I entered to win Shab's Land Rover just online on Shab's website. <laughs> so you don't have to go to CVS and fill out the form at the combination hand sanitizer and trash can, as the caller mentioned, <laughs> you know? Combination hand sanitizer and trash can. Mm-hmm. 15,000 people have entered to win this Land Rover, which is kind of cool. And you're one of them, no? I'm one of them. Uh-huh. And she made a video on her Instagram that sounds like this. Hello, loves. Who wants to win my Land Rover? Yay! Okay, loves, this is how you enter. You ready? Number one, find your closest CVS, Safeway, Albertson, and Bonds. Number two, find our Terra Boost kiosk. Number three, scan the QR code. Click to activate and share with your friends. And that's it, loves. Good luck. All fingers point to Shab funding her own music career in a weird yes. way. Like, yes. it, it's giving, like, I'm paying to be to, for this, for studio time. That's how I interpret this. It is weird that she has some sort of press. She's in Wonderland magazine. Again, not quite sure what, you know, the value of that. Like, but like, there's a Q&A with her in here. The Q&A is really funny. Hey, Shab, how are you? I'm doing fine, thanks. I'm thrilled to have spent the past week in London. It's like chat GPT interview, you <laughs> no, know. But you have to keep reading because the first two questions are so funny. This is from this is from last March. She was promoting her song Music to My Heart. Hey, Shab, how are you? I'm doing fine, thanks. I'm thrilled to have spent the past week in London. Next question. The pandemic affected everyone in different ways. Did it affect your creativity? And she goes, not really. <laughs> yeah, well... No offense, but I don't think Shab was really affected by the pandemic. This kind of proves what I'm asking. It says, what sparked the interest? It's like, what, the interest in music? Well, mm-hmm. it was my brother who sparked that initial interest. It was my partner, Rob. I need you to figure out who Rob is, who gave it life. Rob is a successful and much-quoted guy. <laughs> I love to call my husband a successful and much-quoted guy. Rob is giving crypto bro to me. Who has always preached that we should vocationally seek to do something in life which we might otherwise simply do for free and solely for enjoyment okay um he feels that being enthusiastic and joyful in one's work is a key factor in any work-life balance so when i let rob know that i thought that music might be my passion he said i need to pursue a career in music okay rob is like i don't know how i feel about that can't shab just like do music as a hobby why does she have to like become a music star rob up in the dallas observer well Lindsay, real journalism here she lives in dallas that's it yeah listen to this Iranian refugee singer Shab turns pain into power. This is in the Dallas Observer. Okay. She's a refugee. She moved to America by herself at 14. That is pretty incredible. She learned English while working at a pizza shop. He's the founder of an energy company based in Texas. This guy's rich. Yes. Many of this album's songs are inspired by her partner, Rob Snyder, founder of the Dallas-based Connect Energy. Oh, my God. Rob Snyder. Here we go. (laughs) D Magazine. Meet the CEO, Rob Snyder of Stream Energy. I guess it got its name changed. Okay. I, you're going to love, you got you to gotta see this guy. Here we go. Let me send you a photo of this guy so you can see this guy. <laughs> of this guy? Okay, there you go. Where is this guy? 
Rob Snyder of da- the Dallas-based retail energy provider Stream Energy peeks at his BlackBerry near the end of our interview with DCEO. During the course of our 50-minute talk, he looked at it just once before to Google the title of a book he'd finished days earlier. Now he's staring at a text message from Paul Fees, Stream's senior director of communications, who just happens to be in the same room with us. Oh, my God. Okay. Wow. This guy is a walking TED Talk. <laughs> this yeah, is, literally. This guy's is exactly wife, this guy this guy's wife said, I love to sing. And he said, well, then you'll be a pop star. Then you'll be a pop star. So what seems to have happened here is this woman moves to the United States from Iran, kind of makes it on her own, becomes a successful woman in her own right, marries a guy with a bunch of money who is like, you know what, sweetie, I want you to just like throw everything at the wall when it comes to your music dreams. So let's do this, which kind of helps explain why none of her songs seem to be actually popular, but there's a lot written about it because she convinces people to write about her because, again, her story is interesting and unique and she seems pretty compelling and explains why she's using very weird vehicles like this company based in grocery stores to promote her album and her Land Rover giveaway. Mm-hmm. It's, it explains the peculiarity of the mediums where she is promoting her stuff. All of this makes sense. All the pieces make sense now. Yeah, I think it makes total sense. I mean, you, all you had to say was Dallas-based pop star that I've never heard of in my life. I'm like, is her husband the CEO of Connect Energy? But can I read one more question? She's so funny. Wonderland said, if you could collaborate with anyone, who would it be and why? And her answer is so funny. It would be great to collaborate with The Weeknd, Drake, Dua Lipa, Jesse Ware, Sam Smith, or Ed Sheeran. But if I had to pick one, it would probably be Post Malone. <laughs> oh my God, I can't wait everyone but also just this one next call hi who weekly um it is a saturday night it's april 1st abc is apparently airing the ten commandments this is a three-hour long movie um it's been on in the background for a while well my husband and i sit here on the couch and we had to pull up the ten commandments wait is the name of the movie the ten commandments yes okay sorry um, we're wondering if you could bring the Ten Commandments, who to them? Um, seeing as, I don't know, Passover next week, Easter's next weekend, who's and them's of the Ten Commandments? Personally, I forgot all about you shall not bear witness against your neighbor. Um, I am surprised, like, are these in any particular order? Because I feel like you shall not murder coming in at number six, not that should be ranked higher, right? I don't know what you shall not make idols means. I'm wondering if you can help us. Um, thank you. Crunch, crunch. Promising young, promising young woman, woman. Bye. First of all, they're not ranked. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that that's not there. I think they're all they're equally bad, order. according to God. They're not in order. <laughs> One of the people that, like, Moses brought with him to the desert is like, um, what what order are these in? Hey, Mo? Mm. <laughs> Question? They're, are they ranked? I'm sorry. I didn't really. I never thought they were ranked. I don't, I don't know. That's not a question okay. for me. All right. I think this they're all equally important, I think obviously. here's my thing. Yeah. I don't want to rank them. Uh, what I was going to say is I don't want to rank them. I think there's, I think there are who's and I think there are them's. I think we can do them's and who's of the, of the, of the Ten Commandments. You shall have no other god before me. Who? Make no idols. That's who we. Everyone's making idols. That's our whole culture. We love to make idols. We're like American Idol. <laughs> it's our favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's who we. You shall not take the name of the Lord in vain. Oh, I think we that's do who that we. constantly. That's who we. We're always like, oh my God. Constantly. <laughs> OMG. 
keep the Sabbath holy day. Keep also, the Sabbath hooey. day holy. Who's hooey. doing that? Honor your father and mother. We do it all That's the time. Themmy. That's themmy. That's themmy. themmy. We're That's constantly themmy. honoring That's our themmy. mother. That's um, themmy, yeah. <laughs> commit murder, themmy. We don't, we, we're trying not to commit we murder. Know, That's we themmy. know, we know. If you said, name one of the Ten Commandments, people would don't murder. easily say, don't murder, don't, don't murder. Steal. Number I seven, I would say, you should not. You shall not commit adultery. That's hooey. Because people are doing that constantly. Just watch Vanderpump Rules, you know? That's hooey. You shall not steal themmy. It's themmy, yeah. Because it's like, don't steal, don't kill, no other gods or whatever. I think we have different like parameters for ranking these. I'm sorry, we're thinking, like, what do people remember as the Ten Commandments? And I'm you're doing sort of like, like what, what do we following. actually abide by <laughs> <laughs> as a culture? Okay, if fine. If you follow it, it's themmy. If you don't follow it, it's hooey. Okay, okay. I guess that's sort number of fun. nine, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. I do feel like that's themmy because weirdly, that's the one that people kind of always reference weirdly. Yeah, like bear neighbors. false witness. Bear false witness. Yeah. yeah. Timmy put in a clip from Katy Perry's witness. You're well, fired. <laughs> 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 and you shall not covet. Remember when I was really into that? iPhone game Covet? No. The one where you made an outfit every day? <laughs> Remember? Covet? <laughs> Katie Perry should have done one track per commandment. I guess that was what she did in her first part of her career. <laughs> she was a Christian singer. <laughs> right. Right. She did. <laughs> Coveting is a hooey one. Bear false witness is them though. Yeah. I'm, now I'm, I have no idea. So our only them commandments are you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, and you shall not bear false witness. Yes. Was you shall have no other gods before me, Themi? No, that's Hui. Oh, no, no, no. You shall never, no gods before me is Themi. You shall make no idols is Hui. So we have one, two, three, five of the ten commandments are Hui, and five of the ten commandments are Themi. Okay. Yeah. Half and half. Moses is like, what? (laughs) (laughs) God is like, uh, hold on. (laughs) Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. Does Lily Tomlin know who Louis Tomlinson is and vice versa? Thanks. Crunch, crunch. Women belong in blue. Bye. Does Lily Tomlin know who Louis Tomlinson is and vice versa? Um, Does Lily Tomlin know who Louis Tomlinson is? One, two, three. No, absolutely not. No way in hell. No way in hell. I don't want no. Lily Tomlin to know who Louis Tomlinson is. There's no I freaking way. I want nothing way. to do with it. And if she does, I, I need to intervene personally. Yeah. I'm, I'm going out there. Does Louis Tomlinson know who Lily Tomlin is? I think that's a little harder. One, two, three. No. Yes. <laughs> no? You think he's not watching like Grace and Frankie? No. What else is he doing but watching Grace and Frankie? Like, tell me what else Louis Tomlinson is doing right now. I don't know, but I don't think he's watching Grace and Frankie. <laughs> I just truly like, what else is Louis Tomlinson doing? <laughs> no. When you have nothing to do, you watch Grace and Frankie. That's how the world works. I just don't think he knows who she is. Even if he's even if even if he's seen her, even if he knows who Jane Fonda is, I don't think that he knows who she is. He's British. Also, okay, okay. okay we don't agree with me. I'm just saying. I went to his Wikipedia, and you know how some celebrities get their signature in the little box on the top right. Yeah. His signature is like absolutely humiliating if i were him i would be so upset that this is on my wikipedia every time people go to it look at this send it to me can't go there myself oh (laughs) a smiley face that clearly is from when he was a child when he was like a baby yeah okay louis a curse of louis and then a smiley face face. yeah so because the real world las vegas is back on Netflix, um, it's got me thinking about Trishel Canatella, who, to be honest, for the longest time, I thought was Chriselle Strauss. Excuse the builders. Anyway, the point is, do you think 
Trishel Canatella knows who Chriselle Staus is and vice versa. Thanks. Does Chriselle Staus know who Trishel Canatella is? And does Trishel Canatella know who Chriselle Staus is? Trishel Canatella. Canatella? <laughs> you mean Trashel from Real oh, World Las Vegas? That's so yes, mean. I do. do not bully her again. She went through enough. I'm sorry. Oh I'm just God. saying what I remember. I'm, I just watched the show. I don't know about the. I just watched the show. I'm sorry. Trishel. Okay. So mean. It's Giving Trishel a last Canatella. name. I just don't know Trishel's last name. Sorry. I don't recognize. I don't recognize her as having a last name. Okay. But I'm glad she does. Does Trishel know who Trishel is? Yes. Trishel definitely. Trishel definitely watched Real World Las Vegas for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And does Trishel know who Trishel is? Yeah, for sure. For She's watching Sally sure. Sunset. They're both the stars of their respective favorite shows. Like, come on. <laughs> come on. I went yes. to Trishel's Instagram. Do you know where she lives now? New Orleans. Oh, that's amazing. She's just Good for loving her. loving life in New Orleans. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Good for Trishel. Good for uh, Trishel. Las Vegas was Las Vegas was end of an era. After Las Vegas, I was like, yeah, I can't was watch the show anymore. It was over. Was like, that this was is the last. Done. I'm that done. was the best, and that was the last. Not the best. I'm that was done. the last. It was okay. not the best. And speaking of done, we're done. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling in at 619 Who Then Believe Questions, Comments, and Concerns for our Friday show. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing our read a theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant for researching and editorializing. Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly for bonus episodes, a Discord server, an occasional newsletter, commentary tracks, and more. You can also get the audio only, audio only on the Apple Podcasts app. Just tap subscribe and you can sign up right within the app. It's very easy. And we'll see you on Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. Happy Lindsay's birthday. Bye. <laughs> Yesterday. Yesterday. He's like extra, extra read all about me. Hi, Who Weekly. Uh, know that, I know that you're not going to play this, but I just had to pause the pod when you said, does, do, does Buffalo Wild Wings even allow dogs? Because they do. <laughs> I watched the March Madness game with my boyfriend in Salinas, California last weekend, the UConn game, and they allowed myself, my boyfriend, my dog, and my cat <laughs> into the restaurant. <clears throat> and I was very surprised by that. They were so friendly. Um, don't know how frequently I would try to do that, but it was an emergency and we had to stop. So anyway, grunch, grunch. Hi, this is more, this is basically a call for Timmy. Um, I was just like updating my boyfriend on Who Weekly lore and info, and I was telling him all about Timmy and who Timmy is, and I was like, Timmy lives in LA, Timmy lives in the Los Angeles office of Who Weekly, and I don't know why, but like now my boyfriend is like Timmy Pill. He was, he was like teleporting. Uh, podcast to his podcast queue and there was someone named Tim on a Hollywood Handbook episode and he was like, you think that's Timmy? And I was like, no, what? So, I don't know, Timmy's our biggest two uh, in our house. We love Timmy. We're Timmy-pilled. Um, wanted to say hi to you guys. Uh, happy Saturday. Crunch, crunch. Bye. Hi, Who Weekly. Um, I just got back from seeing an elementary school play uh, with my kids, and 
the it was the Little Mermaid, and the lead, the actress playing Ariel, was like not the best singer. It was very clear that the actress playing Flounder was the best singer, and I was like, this is so weird. Why didn't they cast this girl who's like so good as Ariel? And then I got home and I found out that Flounder was played by Broadway Who Kelly O'Hara's daughter, and I think that the school was trying to avoid being accused of nepo babying this elementary school play. Um, which I just think is so funny. Fresh crunch.